0: We all know we're different, yet we're still acting like there's one way to do life. Let's talk about it. To find out your design and the designs of the people in your life, you can visit myhumandesign.com or download the My Human Design app in the App Store and on Google Play. Hi, my name's Jenna Zoe. I'm the world's leading expert in human design And I'm guessing that if you're here, you either are curious about what human design is or you're already familiar. This episode is just going to walk you through when you first look up your actual human design chart, what does it all mean? (laughs) What can you even try to know about yourself when you use this through this chart? So what happens is you put your birth information into a piece of software. You can either get that on myhumandesign.com or find our app, which is my Human Design on both Apple and Google Play. You put your birth details in, including your exact birth time, and it will spit out a map of your energetic body. Maybe you've heard the word aura before, but it kind of looks like a physical body with loads of lines and squares and triangles moving through it. And the way you want to think of that is it's like mapping your electrical circuitry, except it's your energetic circuitry. So the different skills and traits that you specifically were born with are the ones that are in color. And then traits that your soul chose not to have, you have in white. So I realize that it's a lot and it looks very confusing and overwhelming. But if you look next to the chart, there's always going to be the exact chart properties described to you. And I'm going to walk you through what your human design chart can tell you. So the first thing is your energy type. And that's basically how your energetic patterns function, how your energy functions. So it's really interesting because we all think that we're built for this just nine to five that we can just constantly output the same kind of energy. And that's what we should be doing to be successful. But what human design says is that's actually not true. You all have a different energy fluctuation and a different energy pattern and actually when you honor your natural energy you go and you move and you do according to when you have energy and when you don't you actually end up creating more energy for yourself you actually end up having more um, feedback more energetic bang for your buck for every action step that you take because you're aligned and so the thing about alignment is There's a difference between taking a hundred actions that are unaligned and they're going to get you nowhere. So you can be thrashing around in the dark like crazy and getting it, having you get nowhere. And I've been in that situation and I'm sure a lot of people listening to this have as well. So when you live according to your energy type, which is the most important thing in your chart, the biggest game changer, if you had to only pick one thing, would be to honor your exact energy patterns. So your energy type will tell you exactly how yours go and how to use and live according to it. The second thing that it tells you is your intuition. Now your intuition is also called your authority in human design and that's because if you have a strong inner authority, aka your own strong inner intuition, you become the authority of your own life, meaning you never need to look outside of yourself to make decisions. You never need to look outside of yourself for what other people think is right. You never need to be logical about what makes sense or what doesn't make sense because you have this physical inner guidance system that shows you. Now, if you've been a spiritual seeker for a while, you've heard about having an inner guidance system, but it can be sometimes difficult to realize what that actually looks and feels like. And what human design says is that everybody's intuition functions a bit differently. So everybody has a part of their body that is like the MVP of their chart that gets to make all the major life decisions. And so what we want to do is we want to outsource the, the decision making to that part so for some people it's their gut that's supposed to be making the decisions and we'll describe all of this this is all described in the app super well but for some people it's their gut for some people it's their instinct for others it's their emotions their heart their minds so that's the thing about intuition is that we spend so much of our lives being confused and i think that's what so many of us really struggle with these days is like not knowing what to do and not being self-certified enough to make our own decisions. So the intuition is like a muscle that you flex that the more you use it to make the decisions, the more you see that it brings good returns in your life, the more you see that it pays off. And then you can get your kind of logical conditioned mind that has all the noise, all the chatter, all the what ifs, all the how, how, how is it gonna happen? I need to know how it's gonna happen, how it's gonna look before I even start. And you get to just trust that living in the present moment Paying attention to what your body is responding to and what your body is saying to you is always going to lead you to the next perfect step. And that's all you need to know ever. So that's your intuition. Then you have your personality. Now your personality is more like the archetypes. You know how you have like the Myers-Briggs, the Enneagram, those kinds of things. The personality in human design basically shows you how you come across to others, how you come across to yourself, the specific sort of personality traits you have and don't have. So for example, your personality can tell you how you learn. Some people learn more like using up information and reading and learning everything they need to know in the books and in the existing knowledge and other people need to try everything on for size and that's how they learn and other people are already born knowing what to do so they don't need to learn as much so your personality will tell you all those kinds of things but also how you interact with other people how you create opportunities for yourself how um, other people are supposed to see you so that you sometimes we don't really know that other people see us differently than we see ourselves And so it actually helps to see the things that are more clear in other people that we walk around completely unaware of. And then you have your strategy and your strategy is exactly what it sounds like, which is that how you make things happen in the world. So everybody thinks making things happen is just pushing and pushing and pushing until you've totally depleted yourself. But your strategy will tell you exactly how you make things happen. And it's very, very not what you think. So that's actually one of my favorite pieces about the human design chart. And then the next two are really interesting because the universe is always going to be trying to communicate with you how much and where you're on path and where you're not. So you have the sign and the not self. The sign is the feeling you get or the sign you receive when you're on the right path with something. So everybody has like a signature way that they can tell that they're aligned and then your not-self is the thing that the universe uses to show you that you're not aligned or the areas that you're not aligned in. Alignment isn't necessarily a, you know, it's not a binary. It's not either you're totally aligned or either you're not aligned at all. But for example, you could be aligned in this one area of career and not in another area of career. So it does get very nuanced and very specific, and especially the more you play with it, the more it really pays off. And that's the magic of this this journey is they call it the human design experiment because If you're coming to it now, you're really on the forefront of trying to live in a way that is in alignment with your essence rather than who you've been told to be. And that's really genuinely so much pioneering for what this world has currently explored. Then you have your manifestation process. And I think this part is really fascinating if you've ever tried to manifest, quote unquote, because some people are supposed to be manifesting being very clear about where they want to go, you know, having the vision boards and being specific and wanting the white house with the green door. And other people are just supposed to generally want a house that is the right size for their family, that feels a certain way that, you know, kind of gives them a certain feeling and, um, you know, leave the rest of the details for the universe to color in. So you're either manifesting in a non-specific way or a specific way. And this one really changed my life because I would always try to manifest in a specific way and it never ever worked out for me whereas when I actually aligned with becoming more non-specific about it things started just flowing to me so much more easily so that one is um that one's a personal fave then you have your life theme now your life theme there's 192 life themes you can have in human design and each one of them basically describes your life purpose your theme the the path that you're meant to walk in this life. So when people always ask, you know, what's my purpose? How do I know my purpose? The life theme is always the thing that I point them towards because it will literally very detailedly describe to you what your soul is here to do in this lifetime and what it's here to accomplish. And so the more you can focus on that, again, the more alignment you can reach. And when you show up in the way that the universe wants you to show up, the universe gets behind you so much more because it's saying, oh, wow, okay, this is the person who's really being who they were here to be. That serves me. That serves everybody in the world. And that serves the person themselves. So let's throw all the resources behind them that we can, you know, let's make things flow. Let's help them out. When we are unaligned, the universe gently puts obstacles in our way to show us to take, you know, that we've maybe taken a detour, um, And, you know, it's just the universe's way of saying, honey, try another way or something's up here. Then you have your digestion. Now, there is so much homogenization in the diet culture these days that we've been so conditioned to eat, you know, and we're so confused. Like, should I fast? Should I not fast? Should I eat small meals? Should I not eat small meals? Is cold food good for you? And the answer is everybody has a very, very specific way that they eat. There are 12 different kinds of digestion. And... um. Yeah this one is the most sort of I guess people who aren't even into spiritual growth they even those kind of people love that because You know, food is not the it's not the um, most important part necessarily of the chart, but it's what we call the first part in the four transformations, meaning that if you can feed your mind in the way that it likes to be fed, you at least give it a really good starting point and a really good chance of naturally finding its groove and feeling at peace enough and aligned enough to get into its own genius. And everybody has a genius inside them. And we literally right now have no capability and no visibility on how genius we really are because we're only just scratching the surface. But if everybody was dehomogenizing themselves from diet culture and eating the way they're supposed to be eating, we would have much greater of a chance for our brains to be relaxed and at peace and be given all the things they need to be given to actually feed your specific genius. Then you have your strongest sense and your strongest sense, there are six senses and everybody has one that is more prominent. So that kind of becomes, I like to think about it as kind of a second love language because if you are a touch person, for example, the way that you feel the most love, the way that you would receive the most value would be through the mechanism of touch. And also whatever it is that you do in your life, the best medium for you to use to transmit it through would be touch. So you never want to leave out your physicality, for example, if you're a touch person and touch is your strongest sense. It's basically saying that is the medium through which you give and receive your gifts. And then lastly, for now, because we are always adding more things into the app, but lastly for now is your emotions. And your emotions are really interesting because there is 50% of the population that feels things just without ever even needing for them to be for there to be a reason that they feel something you can wake up and feel down or wake up and feel super happy. And it's this wave that just has no you have no control over this wave. And those kind of people are here to experience the full spectrum of human emotion, so that we can all learn more about how each other functions and feels and You know, the important thing about life is not what happens to us about in life. It's about how we feel about what happens to us. That's what creates our satisfaction and our joy in life. You know, we've all met those people who have everything, but they're not able to feel it all. Or similarly, um, you know, you can train yourself to get so tickled and delighted by a morning coffee. So that's what emotionals are here to do. And then you have people that are non-emotionals and that doesn't mean that they're not emotional. It means that they are almost sponges for the emotions that are going on in the world around them. So only when an outside situation would come to their plate would they feel an emotion. Only when they're sensing someone else around them being emotional would they start to pick up on other people's emotions. So they're real, in the technical term of being empaths, they're the ones that really feel it. And there's so much more to this and it goes so much more nuanced because, um, you know, even just in the world of emotions, you can have people that are non-emotional that seem like the most emotional people because they've been, you know, not trained to ever not soak stuff up and then hold it in their own bodies or people that are emotional have so much shame over being emotional that they shut it down without realizing that it's a gift of theirs if they know how to work it properly and so everything in the app will tell you this but I wanted to put this in the podcast somewhere so that if you're just coming to us and finding us this way you have like an easy walkthrough that you can then dive into the rest of the episodes with this kind of as like a reference point so let's dive in